You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Just desire for the lost. 
ready at to win ready to serve I'll be ready at to win ready to go I'll be ready at to win I'll be ready to preach Will you be ready at to win Will you ready to go will you fight Will you serve? Will you go? Will you preach? Whoa, whoa.
Give us direction in life. 
Give us boldness by the Holy Spirit. Give us courage, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Give us willing hearts to serve you, to go all out for you, to go all out for you, Lord. Choose us today. Choose us and use us. Choose us and bless us, Lord. Thank you for the great blessing that you've given to us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Say amen. amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Wow. Beautiful. So this is ready at 20 service, isn't it? Okay. How many of you are ready at 20? Yeah, how many of you were ready at 20? <laughs> how many of you are going to be ready at 20? Wow. It's amazing. Okay. John chapter 16, I, had a, I have a very short message for us today. But it's a message. And um, I believe that this message is going to strengthen your walk with God. And um, it's going to make you walk with God even in a better way. Hallelujah. How many of you are ready to walk with God? If you would like to walk with God, yes, we have to walk with God. I mean, are you happy that you are in a church where you are taught walking with God, serving God, working for God? I mean, it's like every, every service is like a training camp. Yes. Yes. I mean, are you aware? Have you noticed that when you come to church as if you are being trained, you are being trained? You are being encouraged. You are being stirred up to work for God, to do something for God. It's a, it's a great blessing. In case you're not aware, I just want you to be aware that that's what it is and that's where you've been coming and it's going to help you to serve God and to be a better person. You must be a better person. So as we are around, laughing, happy, everything, all the messages, if you listen to it carefully, if you do it carefully, it's not exactly... Um, um, I have come, Lord. Don't leave me empty-handed. Yes, it's not. It's not. It's not like that. Even though we believe in God blessing us and we believe in God giving us things, because God will bless us. But we know that when we serve Him, He will bless us, and we need to serve Him for Him to bless us. Yes, He said, "You will serve, and He will bless." Yes, when you serve Him, He will bless your bread and He will bless your water. You will not suffer from any disease and any sickness. No negative thing shall happen to you. He said you will serve and he will bless. So when we serve, so as well as we, that's what we talk to you about seven. Seven. You see, first day already at 20 service and I'm already talking about a message that will help you walk with God. Because you see, you're, you're going to walk with God till your last day on earth. Till your last day on earth. You're working with God. And when you're working with God, it's a, it's a great adventure. It's a great adventure. I mean, working with God, great adventure. You, you'll be surprised at the tent. It's, it's, it's more exciting than a Nigerian movie. Yes. Have you seen a Nigerian movie, the ones with ghosts? 
and twists and turns. I mean, you, can't, you can't even expect what is going to happen next. Just when you feel the movie is about to end, then it starts again. It starts. And it's all, it's all in the same thing, one thing. Yes. When you are with God, I'm telling you, it's wilder than that. It's wilder. And it's very exciting. Very, very, very exciting. It takes you to places you can't even imagine that he'll take you to. He'll use you for things you can't imagine that he will use you for. Yes, you, you, can't, you can't imagine it. But that's God. So you have to stay with him and walk with him. Keep walking with him. Keep walking with him. Keep walking with God. No matter what, keep walking with God. You will see things that you wouldn't see if you were not walking with him. If you are not following him, and if you are not obeying him, and start obeying him early. You know, you should obey God early. Early, 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 early. Do you know that it's very difficult to backslide? One of the most difficult things I've noticed in life is to backslide. How many of you have tried backsliding before? I mean, you tried. Don't worry, your parents are not here. Nobody will see. I won't tell them to. Yes. Oh, you tried. You, know, you saw that it was difficult, isn't it? It's like even, even when you were backslidden, you were still in church. Every Sunday you were there, but you were backslidden. You're the only one who knew you were backslidden. And then somehow, somehow, as you continue coming in your backslidden state, suddenly you realize that you are picking up again and that you've come alive. Because it's very, very, it's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult to, to walk away from God. He's not going to let you walk away easily, isn't it? Yes, you've tried, you've tried backsliding before. Isn't it? I'm sure a few people on this row have tried backsliding before. Yes, yeah, I think I know them. I know them. I know a few on this row who, who tried. They tried, but even as they were backsliding, they were in the church. What, what can you do? What you do? Yes, and God didn't give up on you. Yes. So by his mercies, you are around. So you have to enjoy your journey with God. Because God, God is really with you. And God really likes you. He really likes you. He really, he really likes you. You are really his child. And he's put a lot into you. He keeps putting a lot into you. He keeps putting more into you so that you'll be stronger and better. Stronger and better. You'll be stronger and better. You'll be a better Christian. I mean, if you want to be better Christians. Yeah, so I'm going to give you one key, one ingredient, one point. Today's like a one-point uh, message. One point by has points. You know how it is. Yes. Yeah, one point by has points. So don't worry. Yes, but, but what I'm trying to point out to you, in case you are not aware, is that you are in a church that every time you come, you are being pointed to. Work for God. Even dancing stars. Even when we are dancing, I say, work for God. Work for God. Is it not? Is it something? Like that? Uh-huh, yes. Even dancing is like, even, even that has become work. Yes. Yes, they'll be telling you, time no day. Time no day. Time no day. I mean, it's like, change your life. Like, everything, everything, even the jokes are serious. Yes. Even the jokes are serious. Even when we are playing it serious. Yes. Even we are dancing, we're dancing, praise and worship. You see us pushing back the darkness, pushing darkness back. Yes. Yes. Everything looks like a joke, but it's very, very serious. It's very, very serious. So you also have to be serious with it. 
Because don't think that Satan likes it. He doesn't like it. Just like every time you come to church, you are pushing back the dust. As you are dancing, pushing back the dust, then you clap lightning. He doesn't like it at all. He doesn't like it at all. He doesn't like it at all. He said, these people, you know, it's very, very serious things that are affecting my work. Look at how they are dancing with it. Every time you are shouting, pushing by the darkness, lighting up. The, he doesn't like because you are you are disturbing his business. You are destroying his business. But you see, for you, you are dancing and you are sweating and you are happy and jumping, jumping into the air and kicking the air. Yes, yes. It's, it's like a joke, but it's a, it's a very, very, very serious thing. So you also have to know that look, it's a very serious and, and it's God who has chosen you. It's God who has called you, and it's God who is going to use you. Second Timothy, Second Timothy, chapter one, and verse number nine says that who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works. Did God ask you permission before He saved you? He asked you permission before he called you. No, not according to your words. So if he had asked you, you'd have given him 17 reasons why he can't use you. You'd have given 25, 25 things that you have done that disqualifies you. So before you start talking, he just, he just says that not according to your works, not according to your works, not according to your works, but according to his own purpose and grace. He has a plan for you. So he's called you according to his purpose and his grace. His grace is the thing that favors you when you don't deserve to be favored. So he's using his grace and he's using his purpose to include you in his holy calling, special calling. Holy is special. His special call. You are like, a, you are like some special people to God. Some very special people to, to him and with him. Which was given, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So this is, this is why God has, he's using his own ways and his own abilities to save us, to call us, to use us, and to work with us. So to continue on this beautiful journey, beautiful journey, adventurous journey, a journey full of adventure, adventure. Sometimes it's high speed. Sometimes it's as if it's not moving. It's as if you are just there. Sometimes it's, it's moving, but it's moving slowly. And as it's moving slowly, you see things. You have experiences, but it's moving. moving slowly. It feels as if it's not moving, but it's moving. It's just moving slowly. It's a very, it's a very nice, it's a very nice journey, and a nice experience to walk with God. So I'm going to encourage you to walk with Him till the end, till the end. And I'm going to give you one of the things, one of the things that you need, which generally speaking. That's what we always need, which is faith. But I want to show you one of the things that faith, walking in faith with God, will be doing to you and will be happening in your life. So, John, did we, did we read John? Did we mention John? Did we mention a chapter? John 16, John chapter 15. What does verse 30 say? Now I wish you that thou knowest all things and needest not. Are, are you people here? Are you in church? Yes. No, okay, okay, I understand. Students, when you are reading, you don't talk. Now I wish you 
that thou, that thou knowest all things and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou camest forth from God. Okay, no problem. Verse 31. Jesus answered them, Do ye now believe? Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that you shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet, I am not alone, because the Father is with me. Do you understand the, the, what Jesus is saying here? He said that a time is going to come when everybody will be scattered. It's like there will be nobody with me. Then he said, I will be alone. I will be alone. Then he said, yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. My very simple, short, brief message to you today is that faith can stand alone. Yes. So in other words, a faith person, a faith person in your journey with God in your journey of walking in, in faith, one of the experiences you, you have is that you say you're alone. The journey with God can be lonely. It can be very lonely. And when I say it can be lonely, what does it mean? I'm not, I'm not saying it means that you have to break away from the church. You have, to, you have to rebel. You have to become some independent somebody. No, but what I say that between you and your friends, is it no, no, one, no, one, really, no one really sits in a restaurant and eats alone or goes to a place to do something. I only know, I think I've only heard about one person who goes on holiday alone. How many of you have been on holiday alone? Yeah, but you see, just one person now, I've seen, I've seen two people. So, it's not, it's not the norm. Because to enjoy holidays and things, you need, you need somebody with you. You need people to talk to to share what you see, share your experience. Yes. I realized that, I realized that all my life, all my life, I've been, I've been to the restaurant to eat alone once. Yes. All my life, all, all my entire life that I've lived. It's just been once that you, I myself sitting in the restaurant and I was alone and I was eating. But even that, I was taking pictures and posting it on the family chat that this is who I am. So even though I was alone, soon I got company. Because like, where are you? What are you doing? Hey, you didn't go with us. Then I'll say, but you are in school. How can you come? But you two, you are here. How can you come? I'm alone in the house. That's how come I've gone here. Once, I was sitting there alone and I remember I was eating lasagna. And I was taking pictures and sending pictures and sending, taking pictures and sending. It's not, it's not something that you do alone. You want somebody to talk to, isn't it? Even as you are eating, someone to talk to, fellowship, you know. But the people that you do such things with, you eat with, you chat with, you have this. You see, a time could come. When your faith level is different from their faith level. Or your calling is different from their calling. And if you want to continue with God, that is where you see that this person is your friend. But you are not in this thing together. You are different. This person is your friend. 
This person is your brother. This person is this to you, but you, you are different people. You are different. If you try, if you try taking everybody along what God has spoken to you, you end up having lots with you. Do you know the story of Lot? Somebody shouldn't have taken Lot along, but he took Lot along. And Lot brought all sorts of problems, all sorts of problems into his life, all, all kinds of problems. So when, when you are alone and you are supposed to move alone, it's like now your conviction, is it your conviction that you have is different from your, your friend's conviction. Even your twin, even if you have a twin, is, your conviction is different from your twin's conviction. You can't, you can't wait, you can't wait for your brother, your sister, your friend to start believing what, you, what God is telling you to do before you do it. Otherwise, you miss your timing. And especially for, for, for young people, there's a lot of that element of peer pressure. We want, we want to be like everybody. We want to be like everybody. So it, it, becomes, it becomes, for your temptation and your test, it becomes difficult to hear the voice of God and to hear the calling of God. Because most people may not be called or most people may not have the conviction that God is giving to you. And you are waiting for everybody to do it before you do it. But faith can stand alone. You have to know that one of the possibilities that a faith can stand alone. The fact that I'm called doesn't mean that my family is called. Or what, what, what I feel God is doing with me doesn't mean that it's, it's, it's with my wife. I say, let's go on Wednesday. She'll say, oh, can we do it on Friday? Everybody has their timetable and their things when they are free. Yeah, then you are following a group. The last mistake you want to make when you are working with God or serving God is to look at a group and go with a group. Go with a group. I mean, as schools are reopening, you'll see, you'll see people with different lifestyles. You see really bad boys and girls, really bad ones. You will see them in action. But you have to, rem- you have to remember your faith. Yeah. You have to remember your calling. You have to ask yourself, all these people that have dressed up, if they, if they, if they are dressed. <laughs> because you know, a few days ago, I was in Nottingham. What I saw. Hey, what I saw. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What I saw. You know, it was it was quite sad. The sight was quite sad. I felt I felt I felt it. Because I was wondering, how can they be saved? How can they be saved? How can they be saved? I was standing in front of one of the accommodations and they were passing. They passed, they moved in batches of like almost 100, between 80 to 100 people. No, no, I'm not exaggerating. Between 80 and the day, that's how they move. And I saw nothing like four to five sets of that that moved. They just moved like that. They're moving to the city center. I don't know where they're going. And I was with, with this lady who tried, as they're moving by like, they, they move like, like fish. She tries to catch some. 
So she'll try and stop some and talk to them, get their numbers. They said, they should ask them. When she's talking, she'll ask them, are you, are you a first year person, like a fresher? They say, yeah, 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 we are freshers. I mean, one lady, she said, hey, I'm tipsy, I'm tipsy, I'm tipsy, I'm tipsy. She was drunk already. She's gone already. And you see, you see, these are souls that have to be, these are souls. So you see, as they were passing, you see, what the lady was telling me, she said that most of them, most of them, don't want to live this life. It's just pressure. It's just somebody has said, oh, let's go, we are going here. So they just, it's like they don't have anything new, so they've just joined. Is that most, most of them do. If I, one of the one group that she stopped, as she was talking to them, then she recognized one of them, then she said to her that, I know you. And her friend started laughing at her that you've been caught. He said, we recognized. We recognized that you are going. She said, I know you. So I asked her after, where do you know? He said, well, I know her from White Church. She's been to White Church before. You should see her. You should see where her dress ends. I don't want to point where it was ending. It was ending somewhere. In the middle of the night, or this in the middle, almost midnight or just after midnight, moving, 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 moving with the crowd. So someone, someone, someone just said, "We're going here." So you're just going. They just put something on and they're just going, talking, chatting, laughing. I've been in the middle of the night. When their parents are also boasting to their uncles, my, my daughter is in uni. <laughs> yes. My daughter is in uni. My son. My son is studying law. My son is studying law in Nottingham. He's studying law. <laughs> Son is walking, you collapse. And the group is even the even the way he walks at home is different from how he walks in uni. Because after I was watching, I could tell no, this this boy, this boy, he can't walk at home. This is not how he walks at home. It's with this you see, you see two girls on his left, three on his right, and he's in the middle. To see which direction they are going to, I saw some of them in the town center, be like, like packs of wolves, like animals. You wonder what is what is happening? Why are they going? I mean, what is it? Do you, I mean, do you have to be out of your house? But they were out of their house. Oh, we have work to do, eh? We have where we have souls. Souls must be saved. We have to. We have to be very aggressive and preach to people aggressively. Yes, and engage and engage people because Satan also has his. You see, so Satan also has his agenda. He started already. He doesn't know the difference between night and day. In the middle of the in the middle of the night, he's moved them out of their rooms. He's taking them somewhere. 
than yesterday. I went through the same place again. Maybe you, you will understand, but I, I didn't understand. You see, the Friday group was not, but in the same numbers, again, the Friday group was not the group I saw yesterday. I saw another group yesterday with a different color. The difference is the color of the skin. Yes, the difference is the color of the skin. So yesterday's group was the, the opposite color from what I saw on Friday. Yes. In huge numbers. So I was wondering, is there a real plan that Friday night is for these people and then Saturday night is for us? And the group I, the group I saw last night, they, they are more reckless. Oh, yes. I saw at least, at least, I saw at least two ladies collapsed on the street and on the pavement. They were out. They, they were out. I don't know what they, they take. They seem to take something stronger. <laughs> no, no, they were out. I mean, I saw two girls out on the street like that, and their friends were standing next to them. So I'm waiting for them to recover. Then we continue. Yes. She's gone. Gone, 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 gone. But you see, you see what, what, what I'm saying to you is that you don't have to follow the crowd. Yes, you don't have to follow them. Follow, follow your convictions. Because faith can stand alone. Don't think that faith is with a group of people. Faith doesn't operate in a group. Faith doesn't operate with, it's like we all do, it's like, I'm, I'm going to do this. Is that what you also think? I feel God is saying this to me. Did you, or do you also think so? Emma, one, one evening, I, I, had, I had a program in Vienna. So after the preaching, I was with the pastor and the wife. And we're going home, we're walking. We said, we'll walk through the city center a bit, you know, just, to, just for happiness. So as we're walking after some of them, we saw these people sitting at like a bus stop. Then the pastor's wife said that she feels just a conviction to witness to them. So it's like, it's like she's asking us permission. And I said to her, I said to her, darling, you know, if you ask me what I'm feeling now, I'm feeling hunger. So if you're going to follow me, before you follow the conviction and the promptings, you'll be making a big mistake. Because as we are walking, we are strolling around. I'm, look, I'm looking, my eyes are looking for German sausages. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for... You know those places that, that's by the roadside that they have the sausages with the onions and uh-huh. Yes. Yes. As a sister, if you know what I'm feeling and what my eyes are looking for is German sausages. That's what I'm looking for. So if you have a conviction for soul, you better, you better go and fulfill because we're all here, three of us. It seems as if God has given it to you to go and talk to them. So you better do it. Because if it was me, I said, if it was me, I will not even ask permission from you. You will see me, you will see me I'm, I'm witness now, do what I have to do. But as at now, I feel hunger. I've been preaching all night, I feel hunger. Not that I don't care about souls, but I, what I am, because you said you are feeling. So if we are going to compare feelings, mine, mine is German sausage feeling. So I advised her, and she left us, and she went to do witnessing. And went to look for her German sausages and, and something to chew and to be happy. When we finished and we came to look for her, we said, how did it go? He said, oh, it went powerful. I said, God bless you. God bless you. 
God bless you, sister. Yes. God bless you. But you see, a lot of people feel that, oh, my friend is not doing this, so I won't do it. My friend is not doing this, so I also won't do it. My friend is not doing this, so I won't do it. If my friend were doing it, I'll, I'll do this. But faith can stand alone. Yes, you have to know that. Faith can stand alone. Faith can stand alone. And when, when you start following God, there will be separation. There will be separation. You see, usually convictions and what people are following causes separations. Sometimes you are friends. You're all just growing up. And then you see, it's not, it may not even be because of God. Someone just starts following bad things. It causes separation. You said, oh, this is, your, this is your friend. She likes boys too much. She likes boys. Every time she talks about boys, she has a boyfriend. She has a new boyfriend. She has this. Every time they talk, her gossip, you see, it causes separation. Yeah. Oh, oh, how are you giggling? <laughs> There's a conviction there. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see that, that's what happens. That's, that's how friends are no more friends. Yes, and I'll and I say you, sh- you should never apologize to someone or beg or stay with somebody who will pull you down or pull you back. There's a song, he could, not, he could not pull me back, isn't it? He couldn't take me back. Yes. Because if you follow such people, Follow such people who, even for a season of their life, they are into fornication, drinking, all that. Before you realize you are affected. You have to separate yourself. You have to separate yourself. If you ask me, I'll tell you with no apology, separate yourself from such a person. And save yourself. Work out, the scripture says that work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Not following someone's fornication, you've also become, become a fornicator. And then before the person has recovered and yours is worse, you don't know how to find your way out. Because you are not experienced. She may be experienced. She knows how to go in and come out. Yeah. Because people go in and come out all the time. There's a people, they have the experience. They know how to go in before they're out. And they're flowing. That's how you come to, to church and say, you see, they're singing. They are singing powerfully. But they've been in and they're out and they are recovering. Then you, now you are stuck. You don't just start. Before that, you are even pregnant. Yes. Because the naughty ones don't get pregnant. Eh? The, the inexperienced. You see, one touch. Well, she's, she's coming with it. She doesn't even know what to do with the pregnancy. She's coming with it. So you, really, you really have to be careful about following people and following what people are doing. Those people are experienced. You see them, pretty innocent face. She's very experienced. Very, very, very experienced. Even me, elderly man, I'm afraid of such people. Yeah, I'm afraid of them because they are too experienced. They are too, I mean, they are too, you, they are, they are, their, age, their age is as if they are 65. It's as if they've seen everything in the world. When I see them coming, I start going back like social distancing. I say to myself, mercy, you know. Say, yeah, you're blessed. Hey. Hey, sister. Uh, Sister. Relax. Yes. Yes. 
Sister, relax. Because you are very experienced. You know things. You know things. You know how to do things. You know how to sleep with people your father's age. Yes. experience you should be able it's like of course they say okay we can talk we can talk but there is a separation there's always a separation when there's a calling when there's a calling when there's a divine assignment know that there will always be a separation you're never going to be the same. There'll be a separation. When, once there's a calling, there'll be a separation. And I try to use the bad example so that when people have this insight into these bad things, it forces a separation. You can't even, you can't be, you see, don't, don't fight, don't fight for relationships that are not genuine and can't be. Don't fight for it because you'll destroy yourself. Don't fight for it. The person wants to go, you should let the person go. If there's you can, you should pray for the person. But don't fight and say, oh, she's my friend. She's my buddy. She's my bestie. She's my... No, no, no. She's not your bestie anymore. She used to be, but she's not anymore. Now she's a fornicator. Rather pray for God to save her, for her to come out of those lifestyles. Oh, you don't like my Radio 21st sermon. If, if you are going to do well, you are going to enjoy this beautiful journey and adventure with God, I'm telling you that faith can stand alone. And I'm telling you that one of the things you will notice and you will see and you will experience is separation. And never feel bad about separation. Never feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about separation. I know maybe you are surprised, but I don't feel bad about separation. At all, it's, I, I, don't, I don't want to separate myself from people, but I don't, I don't have apologies for separation. Once I'm not the one who is sinking, somebody is sinking, you want me to come with you? I'm not going to sink. I am. S- sit down. You see, w- one morning, one Sunday morning, one Sunday morning, a certain lady called me and said, I should talk to her husband. I should talk to her husband. I said, what, what, should, I, what should I talk to him about? I said, he said he's still coming to church, this, that. They've been having a fight this morning, Sunday morning, but she, she's coming to church. He said something, this. So I said, okay, okay. Tell him that I said he should come. When he comes, I'll talk to both of you. Then she, 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 she virtually rebuked me on the phone. She said, oh, no, listen, she had a point. She said, you don't understand. You don't. I said, what, what don't I understand? You say he's not coming to church, this, you're having a fight. What don't I understand? She said, he said... He's going to kill me. And when he's finished, he's going to kill himself. Herself. Tell him. I want you to tell this the message. This is why I've called you. It's like, almost like I didn't let her finish her, her message. So she, she's getting irritated. You know how pastors are. When you start talking, we feel we have solutions. She said, what I'm saying to you is that after, in the midst of all the fights he's talking, he's saying that he's going to kill me. When he's finished, he will kill himself. So I want you to tell him. If he wants to die, he should go straight to killing himself and leave me. Do you understand her message? Her message is that if you have an agenda of dying, don't add me to it. 
because in his anger, he said he will kill her and kill himself. So he looks as if he doesn't mind dying. But she's saying that she might die. She doesn't want to die. So tell him that he should skip the killing me and just kill himself and go so I can live because I don't want to die. So when you have friends like that who are backsliding, determined, don't want to be serious, don't want to be advanced, Tell them, you see, there's, there's, I can't find the best one. You should hold on to such a person to your destruction. Because before that, you've been trained. You've been trained to become a drunkard. You've been trained to become a fornicator. You've been trained to become a liar. You've been trained to become a deceiver. Because they train people to become like that. They train from the peer pressure. You have been trained to be this. So always notice Separation. And don't cry over separation. Don't cry over separation. Once you are moving on, once you are still serving God, once you are still working for God, once you still have your quiet time, you have your quiet time, you pray every day, you are moving on in God, you are stable in the church, in the family of God, don't cry over separation. You don't need a best friend to go to heaven. You need Jesus. Yes, you need Jesus to go to heaven. This girly talk, my bestie, my bestie. You are crying over your bestie, my bestie. This is my bestie. This is my this. This is my this. Yes. Yes, I don't understand. Ladies are always fighting over each other about who who should be close to somebody. Look. Come on. She doesn't want to be close to you again. And you can see that you, you are still serious with God. You are still in God. There must be a reason why she's not comfortable with you. And she's comfortable with the other person. There must be a reason. Just remember her birthday and send her a birthday message. That's all. You don't have to be besties. It's my bestie and my bestie. And she wants to go out with this bestie. And she doesn't want to go out with me, the bestie. And then who is the bestie? So I wanted to decide who is the bestie. So which one is the bestie? Bestie, 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 bestie. It's, it's, a, it's a fornication's bestie. Yes. There will be separation. Yes. Once you get serious to God, there will be separation. And there will not just be separation from bodies, but there will be separation from even good people. Because the good person hasn't got the conviction and the call that you have. So don't think that the separation is just, it's just for, because I'm saying that, okay, that friend is fornicating, drinking, doing this, so there'll be separation. No, sometimes the person is okay, the person is normal. But you have the call. That one hasn't got the call. There'll be separation. There'll be separation. There'll be separation. There'll be separation. There will be separation. When I was answering the call that I'm called, I believe I'm called. And when I was called Pastor Richard, I didn't know anybody in my family called a pastor. I mean, I didn't know anybody in my family that's called a pastor. I said, I'm called. There has to be separation there. There has to be, there has to be, I had, I had siblings that I was close to, I'm telling you, when I say close, I mean close. We go everywhere together, we do things together, I know their secrets. 
You ask whether they also know mine. When they are preaching, they should also say it. <laughs> Used to move with them. Oh, you, know, you know when you have a brother that you've got his back? Yeah. Yes. You can answer everything for him. I could answer everything for him. I could answer everything for him. Explain everything. When mom shouts his name in the house, calling him, I will answer. Where is he? Where is he? I'll just say, oh, I'm, uh, what do you need? I'll never answer that question. I'll just say, what do you, what do you want? You know, it's okay. You, you needed a son. One of the sons have come. So what's the problem? Yes. But born again, call of God. It's not, it's not, it's not in families. It's not by family groups. I separated. I separated myself. Sadly, I separated myself. I separate, I, I mean, I separate myself so, so bad, so bad that even when I meet, there's, there's not much to even talk about or to fellowship about. It was that bad that there wasn't even much to talk about. If there's anything to talk about, I'll talk about his salvation. I'll talk about him salvation. Church, go, don't you go to church? Don't you? So, so he started avoiding me. Yeah. He's dead now, you know. Yeah, he died last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, was my, he, he was my bestie. <laughs> yeah. Growing up, he was my bestie. Till I got saved, I said, it's not compatible. The lifestyles are so different. You can't follow this. You can't, you can't follow. And this is my black brother. I'm talking to you about my black brother. Same mom, same dad. Yes. You become calm now, isn't it? You are following besties, besties that you met in first year. You can't, you can't separate yourself from because because of that. You, you also you also want to fornicate a bit so that you keep the flow going. So you, so you look you look like the person a bit. You look at the person a bit and sound like the person a bit. When you follow your call, there will be separation because faith can stand alone. Separation from family. Separation from schoolmates. I did I didn't know I didn't know any of any classmate of mine who says that he's he's called. I didn't know any of them. Now I know a couple of them, but I didn't know any of them. Any. I had to separate myself. There's something like old boys that we are going, old boys. Old boys, and I'm with the old boys. What are the old boys doing? So I'm following the old boys. I don't follow old boys. I follow Jesus. And I follow my faith. I have to go by my faith. If I didn't follow it, if I didn't follow it, I wouldn't be here. So you also have to follow your faith. And I'm telling you and emphasizing to you before I say number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, that look, you have to know that faith can stand alone. It's not like when you're alone, then faith is not working anymore. Or faith is not going to work. It will work when you're alone. And sometimes it demands that you stand alone. And you, can't, you won't be exempted from separation. You won't be exempted from it. Those of you who still have old friends that you want to stay in touch with. The most immature Christians are the ones, are the ones who hang out with unbelievers and say that, oh, this is my friend. I'm trying to, I'm trying to win her over. And the, pers- the person is not, it's not winnable. As I said, the person is not winnable. Yes. 
Some people came to say hello to me the other way, the, a few weeks ago. And then I saw this person that said, okay, I don't know you. What's your name? This, that, that. The person said, look. And, and, and then one of the people said, oh, this is my friend. This is my friend. This is one of my, at least he even said, this is my best friend or one of my best. Look, I tried to, what did you do? This person said, I don't even believe in God. Her friend that he said, does not even believe in God. I tried, I tried witnessing to her then that she wasn't having it. You see, after a point, I started thinking about the lady who said that this is my friend. I said, this girl is not serious at all. You are not serious at all. That after church, the person that is waiting for you to hang out with you does not believe in God. And look at the, look at the number of Christians in the room. Look at the number of people in the room. You don't have any friend at all. This person has to come. And the person does not believe in not, not even like I believe in God and I'm, I, I mean I do, but does not believe in God. That's how far back we are. It's not like, oh, I don't even know about God. I didn't really know as you were preaching or whatever. The person was not even in the service, came after church. Yes. Yes. And a Christian girl says that this is my best friend. Or this is a friend. Okay, forget best. This is a friend. What relationship has darkness got with light? That's what the Bible, what, what has darkness got with light? You don't like separation? You don't like separation? Then you won't go very far. You don't like separation? You don't want to separate yourself from something? Then you won't go very far. You, you're not going to go very far. You're not going to go very far. You don't want to separate yourself from some things, from some ways, attitudes, behavior, people you hang out with, habits. I mean, you have to separate yourself from some habits. I'm sure you've heard the song High James. Yes. What, what, one of the lines says that this fornication cannot go on. It can't go on. It can't, it can't go. We can't continue. We can't go. Because it's like now I'm born again. Now I'm saved. This fornication cannot go on. So you say, a girl, you can't stop fornicating. But look, next time you hear an altar call, hey, come and give your life to Jesus. Yes. Next time you hear. Come and give your life to Jesus. Because I don't know whether you're not saved. I, I, I don't know. Hey. Today church is interesting. Yes. Because before you realize, you've been deceived so much because you live the, you live the double life, the dual life. You've continued so much that you become comfortable with it. Comfortable with it. Because it's like nobody told you that such people and such behavior, you can't enter into heaven with it. You can't go to heaven with it. You can't go to heaven. Liars, fornicators, this, this, the whole list is there in the book of Revelation. They can't enter into heaven. Maybe, maybe someone has never told you. So you think that, oh, once I go to church, once I'm known in church, once I'm in the choir, I'm in dancing stars, I'm in film stars, I'm, I'm in the basenta, oh, then I'm okay. But the essence of Christianity and the main reason why we give ourselves to God, you'll be denied of it. You won't go to heaven with that lifestyle. 
You won't go to heaven with that lifestyle. And you should not make anybody feel comfortable in that lifestyle and be like, be like some secularized, secularized believer who tells people living in sin that, oh, it doesn't matter. It's okay. It matters. Are you wiser than God? Are you kinder than God? Why are you telling people that it doesn't matter? It matters. How can you go to heaven with that lifestyle? You go to hell. You don't see here, sad place, isn't it? That you go to hell. It's hell. You will go to hell with that lifestyle. No matter who you are and what you are. Your parents can be the high priests, the high priests in the church. You will go to hell with that lifestyle. Salvation, salvation is not genetically inherited. Yes. Oh. Fearful unbelief. Give it to us in English so that we can understand some of the words. Find an English version. He said, but, but the cowardly, unbelieving, the vile, the murderous, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. It means that after your funeral, there's another funeral for you. Whereas for others, after their funeral, there's resurrection. But those who die, sexually immoral, murderous, vile, unbelieving, fearful, idolaters, practice magic arts, those who are into this, after their death here on earth, there's another death. You will escape every the second death. Yes. But you have to change your ways. Yes. You have to change your ways. Change your ways. Yes. You have to, you have to change. You have to change. You have to change. Otherwise, you see, everything, there's a second death waiting. That's what the first death is guaranteed. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after death, judgment. Then after the judgment, there's a second death. Is that you're going to die again when people are resurrected. You are going to die. May you escape it. Yeah. But maybe you've, it's never been read to you. Revelation 21. Maybe you've never been told. So you feel it's okay to you know, balance this too. I do this a bit and I do that a bit. I'm in the church. I do this a bit. I do that a bit. I'm in the church. You know, it's like things are flowing. After all, my father is a high priest. My mother is, my mother is, a, is a what? A nun. I don't know how she gave birth to you, though, if she's a nun. But... If you don't change, if you don't force that separation to take place, hey, let me give you a couple of examples of people who, who were alone. Today is an alone day. Yes. Ready at 20 to serve God, you'll be alone. Most of your friends will not be ready at 20. At 20, they'll be ready to fool. And they'll be into fooling. You see, I'm, I'm saying something to you this evening. I'm saying to you that you're in a church that is very serious about serving God. But maybe something, maybe it's like the way it looks, we are playing, we're dancing, but don't think that anything we do here is not scriptural. 
Everything we do is scripture. And we are very serious about serving God and heaven, heaven bound, heaven minded. Pleasing God, serving God, following God. It's our faith. We are following our faith. You have faith and you are not separated and I don't know what you have. Yes. God, most, you see, most people think that everything is by groups. John chapter 6, verse 15. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. Alone. You see, Jesus endured a lot of loneliness just to fulfill his father's will. Because even though he's the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, but not by men. It's not men that he was. The way to become the Lord of Lords and a name that is above every other name is through the cross. And can you imagine? Your father has told you that you have to die before you can become the Lord of Lords. And then men on earth are telling that, no problem, we'll organize a coronation for you. You don't have to die. Is it not an easier option? So when he sees the easier option, his faith and his conviction about the call of God, he separates himself from them and he stays somewhere alone. He's of accepting the offers from men and making men tell him what he should be and how he should be. He separates himself. He separates himself. So let me tell you about a few people. My first example is Abraham. So you see that faith can stand alone. Abraham stood alone. Abraham had faith to be separated from his family. Isaiah 51 and verse 1 says that, Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Look unto the rock from whence you were hewn, and to the hole of the pit whence you are decked. Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone and blessed him. And increased him. The Bible says that he called Abraham alone and blessed him. You want to be called with your friend, with your bestie, besties, uni bestie. Yes. And the person is stifling your faith. Things that you feel you could have done for God, you'd have advanced in God, but you want, you want a group, you want somebody all the time, all the time you want somebody, all the time somebody should come along. All the time, somebody should be there. God called Abraham alone. And Abraham obeyed him. Abraham went with God alone. He went with him alone. He's like, no, he's like, this is it, it's alone. Ethan, it's not a group thing. It's not a group thing, it's not a family thing. It's alone. You find yourself that you're alone. When you're praying, you see that you're praying alone. When you're obeying God, you're obeying God alone. And when he calls, he calls alone. I've not seen yet when God called people by groups. He calls alone. Like this, you do this with you. You do this. You see your convictions after you've had your quiet time. It's God is speaking to you. You'll be there alone. He'll be instructing you alone. Second example is Jeremiah. Jeremiah also stood alone. He had enough faith to be separated from family. Jeremiah chapter 15 verse 16 says that thy words were found and I did eat them. I pray when you find the word of God you eat it. 
eat the Bible every day. And thy word was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by thy name. O Lord God of hosts, I sat not in the assembly of the mockers, nor rejoiced. I sat alone because of thy hand. For thou hast filled me with indignation. He said, I sat not in the assembly of the mockers. It's like I didn't sit with a group of people who mock at things. But I sat alone. I sat alone because of thy hand. Because of your hand that was on my life. I sat alone. I was alone. I was alone. Sometimes you could be sitting with a group. You're sitting. We're all sitting in a group. But you're alone. Because of the hand of God that's on your life. Your assignment. You have an assignment. You have a purpose. You have a vision. You have a calling. Even though we're in a group. But you're alone. And it's only time that would reveal that you're alone. Because as you pursue in your heart and you obey what God is telling you, you see, the separation starts happening. Separation starts happening. But sometimes you see people like group. You meet with people like group. Hey, you all say you want to go on missions. You all say you want to go on Bible school. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Then suddenly you see somebody just moves alone. Then you discover that, oh, this is a, this is a person who really wanted to do this thing. Everybody will say, yes, we want to go. Everybody will say, we're at the camp. Everybody, oh, we're at the camp. Ready at 20. Candle in the dark. Oh, we're up there. But you see, the call of God and the things, so it's alone. And the person who knows, who knows, look, I was with a group. We were dancing. We were doing everything. But my personal relationship with God made me know that I was alone. So even though I was in the group, I, I stepped out. I stepped out. And any time God calls you, please obey. Please obey. Do not walk on this earth as a disobedient person. If God calls you, God chooses you, God gives you a vision and a purpose, please obey. Please obey. Don't, don't, don't tell us, don't tell us God is calling you or God has spoken only when you want to leave the church and misbehave. That cannot be the only time that God speaks. With that, I'll always quote back to you the scripture, God is not an author of confusion. You cannot tell us God has spoken only when you want to break off. That is Satan talking. He can't be God. Because he doesn't produce confusion. He doesn't, he doesn't bring confusion at all. Wow. Okay. Are you still around? Yes. Jeremiah said that. It's also a kind of church. I did not flow with the assembly or congregation of mockers. People who mock at the word. People who mock at the call of God. People who mock at the things of God. People who mock at missions. People who mock at people who believe that they are called. They mock. They make fun of it. He said, I did not sit with such people. And he said that because of your hand. Your hand was upon me. Your hand was upon me. You see, God's hand is upon you. Follow that hand. Follow the leading of the hand. Because that, gun will, that hand will steer your head. It's this way. It's this way. Not this way. It's this way. That's, that's why I said to you. Some of you try to backslide. You can't backslide. You can't. You've tried. I mean, you have tried. You've been determined to backslide, but you couldn't. How many of you say you've tried to backslide? You couldn't. 
Because, it's, it's because of the hand. Because of the hand. Because of the hand. Have you seen, have you seen a, mom, a mom walking with the child and they use, the, they use the, the, the head of the child to steer the child? So, this way. So, you see, at the back of the head, they push the back. Push the back. The child, the, child is, the child is moving, they're following the direction by the hand of the mother, by the hand of the mother. So, <laughs> this, this way, this way. This way. I like that when they hit, they slap the back. They have a, a gentle way of tapping the back of the head. They tap it like that, they charge it. He said, by the hand. I sat alone because of thy hand. I sat alone because of thy hand. I sat alone because of thy hand. Because of thy hand, I sat alone. Yes. I sat alone because of thy hand. If you're not being for the hand of God, it means that you'd have joined the mockers. So know, know it, know it when the hand of God is prompting you. Know it when God is prompting you and God is guiding you and God is saying, don't give up, don't change, don't change, give up. You are trying to backslide, you are trying to become some way, you are trying to faint, but something keeps telling you, no, don't do it, it's his hand. You are trying things you don't like, but maybe friends and things are giving you pressure to try it. And when you try it, you don't like it. It's the hand of it's the hand of God. It's the hand of God. That's why you've been trying for a while now, but you, don't, you still don't have the taste for it. You don't have the taste. You don't, you, don't, you don't have the taste for it. You can't do it. You can't. Wow. Third example. Third example is Jacob. Jacob stood alone. Jacob was alone when he encountered God. I'm giving you all these examples for you to see that, look, you are, not, you are not the only one who will be alone. Yes. And when you have to recover, be determined to recover because you'll be alone on the process of recovery too. Because everybody is not in your state too. Everybody may not need recovery. So when you have to recover, you have to recover. Yes. How can I say I'm, I'm, recovering, from, I'm recovering from flu when I don't have flu? Yes. Genesis 32, verse 21. He said that. So went the present over before him. And himself lodged that night in the company. And he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants and his 11 sons. Wow. Two wives. 11 children. Five and six, I think, yes. And passed over the ford, Jabbok. And, and he took them and sent them over the brook. And sent them over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. He sent them away and he was left alone. And there wrestled the man with him until the breaking of the day. I'm sure you've heard about this Jacob's wrestling with an angel. And that's why his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. Yes, but you didn't know that he was with a group and he sent them over. And he was left alone. He was comfortable with being left alone. He didn't mind being left alone. 
It's like you want to go, go. No problem. I'm here. I know, I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. I know whom I've entrusted myself to. So you're going, no problem. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here serving God. Believing in God. Looking up to God. I'm here. You want to go? I am here. You can't be alone. You keep, you keep bringing people into your life. Like, that's a lot, a lot. Lot is that example that Abraham brought into his life. It caused confusion. I said, why, why can't you serve God? Why have you not served God the way you have to serve him? Why have you not done the things you need to do? You see, when, when you're a pastor, one of the things you experience, you, experience you can be with people, then suddenly you see that the number of people you have around you is getting thin. Not, not the number in the congregation. Those who are close to you, close in your home, because you suddenly you feel, oh, you're happy, you've got people, we all move into, it gets thinner and thinner. Sometimes, sometimes it's replaced with new people, replaced with different people who run with you, who would be moving with you. But see, it, the, original, the original set, it gets thinner and thinner. For you alone, that's why you discover you are alone. That you've been alone all this while. All this while you've been alone. You see how some become lukewarm around you. They become, become lukewarm, they become indifferent. But you have to be able to stand alone and not be worried that Am I doing something wrong because somebody has become? If you become lukewarm, I will encourage you, but it's your problem. This room is hot, eh? I understand your coolness, but I mean, it's the, it's the room. Number four. David stood alone. <laughs> David, he also stood alone. In 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse 1 says that then came David to Nob, to Abimelech, the priest, and to Ahimelech. And Ahimelech was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, Why art thou alone and no man with thee? <laughs> yes, he's worried. He's worried that the man has come alone. He said, Why are you alone? There's nobody with you. And David said to Ahimelech the priest, the king has commanded me a business and has sent unto me, let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee and what I have commanded thee and I have appointed my servants to such and such a place. Now therefore what is under thine hand? Give me five loaves of bread in, in, in my hand or what there is present. David went alone. David went alone. Number five. Can you see how odd it is to be doing something? When somebody, they'll ask, why are you alone? Why are you not like everybody? Why aren't you like everybody? Why aren't you like, why don't you do what everybody does? All freshers do this. They say socializing, so you meet people, you do this. Why are you alone in your room? Because of the hand of God on your life. That's why you're not like everybody. That's why you're not following everybody. That's why you're not following everyone. Freshest rave, freshest this, freshest, freshest meet and greet, freshest mingle and tangle, freshest, I mean. Before you realize, for the rest, for the rest of your years there, 
you can't, you can't disentangle yourself. You can't do it. It's like you are stuck. Right from, right from fresh. You have acquired, you have acquired a taste. A taste and a series of broken hearts. Yes. You've almost become like a, like, like a corner shop. Everybody has been there to pick some items. Depending on what they were looking for. This one picked something from the top. This one picked something from the middle. This one picked something from somewhere else. Everybody has come in to pick something and they've gone. Like a corner shop. You shall escape in Jesus' name. How many do you have? Four, five, six, seven, five, four. Number five, the psalmist stood alone. The psalmist, the psalmist. He had faith to be alone with God. Psalm 102, verse 6 to 7. I am like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. I watch and am and, and as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Yes. There are verses, isn't it? Yes. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm like a pelican in the wilderness. All these are types of birds. I'm like a pelican in the wilderness. It's also, I'm like an owl. It's like to understand who I am in my state. I'm like an owl living in the desert. I watch and then I am as a sparrow alone on the housetop. Alone, a sparrow alone, sitting there alone. All this for God, to know God and to be close to God. Faith can stand alone. Faith, it can stand alone. You'll be, you be like a pelican in the wilderness. I think I like the sparrow upon the housetop. Like a sparrow upon the housetop. Alone. Alone. Not with other sparrows. It will be alone. Alone, alone, alone. Alone. You can't, be, you can't be in your room alone. You can't be in your room alone. Where next door neighbor, where the next door, you can hear them. You can hear the boom, 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 boom. People coming, coming and going, shouting in the corridor. Throwing up in the corridor. You can't, you can't, be, you can't be in your room and listen to the makane. And even sleep, even fall asleep. your first day like this. It's, it's like some rule. There's a rule that you can't shut your door. So you see, everybody has their doors open. It's almost like to get to know each other. Yes. Then you see the Christian parents, they don't know how to leave their children. Because as you are dropping off your son, opposite to your son whose door is open is this juicy girl. He's standing there, juicy, a juicy girl. And the, the later you stay, the worse it gets because they start dressing up to go out. So you see, she'll come, she should come, she'll come out, and then come to your door, come and talk to your son. So you say you are studying what this, then she goes back like that. You say, Hey, so when I leave, what will happen when I leave? When I leave, God, that's the bit you can't do for your child. You have to go. Yes. See, all, all the doors are open. 
close the door. Oh, because it's your face. You have to get to know each other and see each other. Then, some, then you see the crazy ones. They put on music. Come, 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 come. Then they come into the corridor. It's like, it's like to register who he is. That is when you have to be a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Alone. Alone. Follow nobody. Because it's not, it's not your nature. You're a believer. You're a Christian. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the Spirit of God. You have the Spirit of God, la. You have the Spirit of God. You cannot follow any of this. You can't, you can't, you can't follow the world. You can't follow the world. You can't follow the world. You can't follow the world standards. You can't even follow the world because of money. Just accept any job. Tell me the first person you know in that job who is a believer or who has succeeded as a believer as you are accepting that job. And tell them that, oh, it's nothing, it's just this job. They tell me. Before you, before you realize, you've acquired all kinds of perversions. Yes. You can't be alone like a sparrow. You can't be a pelican. You don't want to be an owl. You want to be like everybody. So see, right under, right under our noses, you are changing. Your dressing is changing. Your appearance is changing. And you are telling us it's a job. You're talking about job. I'm talking about your soul. Is the job not destroying your soul? Can't you say the job is destroying your soul? You're telling me it's a job. It's a job. Then go get a job in Tesco. If it's a job, you'll go and sit in Tesco. And run the tail. And save your soul. It's a job. Look at what you've become. I'm surprised when your mother sees you that she doesn't collapse. I'm surprised. Well, she doesn't come like Delilah in the middle of the night to shave your face. You see how I sound? Maybe I sound like some very strict, strict African father. But my fear, my fear is your soul. My fear is your soul. That though, though the church will not walk you out, and I won't walk you out, I'll never walk you out. Though the church will not walk you out, but the verse is there that you won't inherit the kingdom of God. You won't enter because of your life. You won't enter. And some of the jobs, it, it affects your faith. You don't, you, you don't even believe anymore. If, I, if you believe, you don't do what you are doing. If you believe, you don't do what you are doing. If you believe, you won't do what you are doing. You are doing what you are doing because you don't believe. Or you've backslidden. You backslid a long time ago. For money. You said money. Oh, please. I told a sister once. I told her, I told her, I'll pay you. I told her, I'll share my salary with you to save your soul. I'll share my salary with you. I said, instead of doing this, I said, I said, at the end of the month, I said, don't work. Sit at home. At the end of the month, when I get paid, I'll split it into two and give you half. Yes, for your soul. She also didn't, I said, she died, you know. 
It's sad. All my stories that the people died. They, she died. She died following that thing that I warned her about. I told her, stop this. Don't do this. She died. I'm telling you, I went to the extent. I said, I will split my salary. If it's money, job, I'll split what I earn. I'll give you half and I'll take half. Let's live so that you, you will be a Christian and you'll be a believer. People can be alone. Have to be like everybody. Be like everybody. Stand to your feet and let's try and go home. Faith can stand alone. Faith can stand alone. It can. It can. Faith can stand alone. If you have faith, you'll, be, you'll find out that love. On many fronts, you're alone. On many fronts, you're alone. On many fronts, you're alone. And I know I've not told you before, but I've, t- I've, I've said it today. That don't mind losing friends. Everybody should go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep your faith. Keep your faith any day. Any day, keep your faith. That old boyfriend that you are still in touch with, you think you are the kindest girl on earth. Your name is not even Teresa. For us to say that you are Mother Teresa. You want to keep him and attend to him. Anyway. What do you want to tell God today? What do you want to say to him? After what you've heard, what do you want to say to him? Hmm? You want to say what? The grace to stand. Whatever you want to tell him. You, are, you heard the message. You understood. How many of you understood the message you have heard today? Yes. So if you've understood it, you must have something to say to God. So pray to him as we close. Just for a few moments. Just talk to him. Talk to him about yourself. About yourself. About your life. About your ways. About your ways. About your ways.
l'amico l'amico Jesus I thank you Father we thank you thank you for the blessing Lord let your will be done in our lives let your purposes be accomplished in our lives thank you for your help in the name of Jesus I want to pray for you as we conclude as we come to close I want to say a prayer for you today is your first time in church or you've been coming to church but deep in your heart you've strayed from God you don't know God you don't know Jesus as your savior today you want to say that pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to commit my life with him I want to go on this journey with God I need salvation I don't want to go to hell I want my sins to be forgiven I want to be a child of God while every eye is closed and every head is bowed if you're here like that you want to say pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus just lift your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you I'll pray with you just your right hand pastor pray with me I need Jesus in my life God bless you I can see your hand you also want to join in you also really believe that today is your day for salvation just your right hand just your right hand lift up high so I can see you God bless you I can see those hands God bless you God bless you I can see your hands give your life to Jesus today give your life to Jesus today today choose Jesus and maybe you've backslidden you want to rededicate your life I want you to also lift up your right hand I want to pray with you God bless you have your hand lifted up I want you to come to me in the front here come out of your seat come so I can pray for you come yes come you have your hand lifted up come Come to Jesus today. Come. Come. of us who join us as we say say it out loud say heavenly father i am a sinner please forgive me of all my sins please wash me with the blood of jesus now say i believe in jesus i believe jesus died for my sins and he rose up on the third day so lord jesus Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you Father. For accepting me today. I give myself to you. I will serve you. And I will live for you. Now say Satan. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke you. Out of my life. I cancel your works out of my life in the name of Jesus I am born again I am saved 
I belong to God. I no longer belong to you. I belong to Jesus. I am a child of God. In Jesus' name. Shout a bit out. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your power. Thank you for your blessing. Establish them in your house. Thank you for this great blessing of salvation. Give them peace. Give them signs, Lord, that they alone would know that you have saved them and you have forgiven them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Very quickly, receive these gifts. We have a gift for you. Receive it. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. So at the close of service, all of you with these gifts, I need you to, where would they come to? Right here. There'll be chairs waiting for you here where it says Salvation Corner. So at the end of the service, just come and sit there and we'll talk to you briefly before you go home. Okay, so what you're holding is your ticket to that special meeting. So God bless you. Congratulations. You made it. You made it. God bless you. May go back to your seats. God bless you. Clap for them. 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 We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.